0: I'm Juan BRl and uh, we're going to listen to the HRBB podcast. Recording
1: from our headquarters in Old Town Orange, welcome to the Hot Rods by Boyd podcast. Welcome back, everybody. This is a new uh, episode of the Hot Rods by Boyd podcast. I'm here at headquarters with Chris Coynton. How are we doing, my friend? Good. Real good. All right, dude. Welcome back. It's been a little while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We had, we've had one podcast. Yeah, yeah, since, it, ugh. It's tough. Yeah, but we got a good one today. Welcome to the show, Juan. How you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good. All right, Juan. Well, f- finally, we've been
2: trying to do this for a long time, right?
0: Yeah, for the last six months, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> right,
2: last six months. <laughs> no, but I'm excited because you know you and I talk a lot uh, on the phone. All right, we've known yeah. each other now. What,
0: what are we saying now? Uh, Some oh, eight, 89.
2: 89.
0: 89. 89. Okay, 89, yeah.
2: Um, 31 years. So yeah, and and, yeah. I, and you know what? I've been wanting to have Juan on because Juan is you're like a brother to me. You, we grew up. We you're th- what do you say three years older than me? Uh, three years. Yeah, yeah. you're going to be 49 this year. 49. Okay, so I just turned yes two days ago. 47. I just right? turned 46. 46. So and we both kind of started in the wheel we'll bit. That's always done. What yeah. Right. All my life. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> so. So this is kind of for, for all the people who followed the the, the Boyd's Wheels brand, uh, the Boyd Coddington brand, B Coddington, you know, you um, followed all that. It, Juan's one of the behind the scenes guys, right?
0: Pretty much, yeah, pretty much, yeah. You know,
2: so you got an interesting story um, that I like. I like hearing. I like talking about it because it's I call it part of the American dream, right? Pretty much yeah. came up here from uh, Mexico. Well, well, You know what? Let's talk about. Let's talk about this. So, okay. Tell us yeah. where you originally from. Tell us where you are originally from.
0: I'm uh, from, uh, originally from La Barca, Jalisco. You know what I mean? States, yeah. states, uh, uh, Jalisco. You know what I mean? Uh, probably about eighty miles, uh, not, about eighty miles away from Guadalajara. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, La Barca. Yeah, the boat. The boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so you, so when you came over here in '88
0: or '89? Uh, I came here in uh, '88.
2: 88, okay And tell us about that
0: Yeah, I came to 88 And uh, uh, I started working in a uh, a factory That used uh, used to build jacuzzis Okay Uh, Then after that I met a guy uh, uh, That used to work for uh, boys wheels Um, Well, and you were
2: what, 16, 17? uh,
0: 17 17, 17. okay 17 at the time And then uh, his name is Ricardo Maciel
2: Okay, I remember Uh, him
0: then, uh, he actually introduced me to boy and then that's how I started working yeah. there.
2: Well, didn't you lie about your age too? Oh, fuck yeah. Right? You told him you were 18?
0: Yeah, 19, 19 at the time. Oh, okay. And I was 17. 17, but and you
2: didn't speak any English? Nothing. Sure. Nothing at all, yeah, right? Yeah. That has to be, I mean, did you, did you come over with other people or you just were like, hey, mom, dad, I'm going to America? No,
0: I came with a, a cousin, you know okay. I mean? And then, uh. Uh, that's kind of how i got here with the coyotes yeah fuck yeah <laughs> right <laughs>
2: yeah so yeah because when i first met you you were a quiet guy well probably uh, 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 you're still <laughs> well yeah for the most part you are but but you know you didn't sp- obviously you didn't sp- you didn't speak english then so but you um because i think you started out was like a janitor right
0: uh just like that
2: yeah and then you um so then, because I, I, I think that's when I started working summers, I think. Because weren't you, maybe that following summer?
0: I think you start working out there in 1990, and I'm not mistaken.
2: Yeah, it was 89. Well, it, I, I started working there before I drove, because uh, my mom used to drop me off after school, right? Okay, let's do this. Yeah. A little more. So... Yeah, my mom used to drop me off. Before I had my license, so I was like 15 years old and it dropped me off. And I was working and I worked in summers because yep. I remember I worked with you. were starting to work in the assembly department. So if for all you that remember um, the wheels, they all started out at three-piece.
0: They, yeah, they used to do three-piece wheels.
2: All yeah. three-piece wheels. And you worked at the assembly when they were three-piece. That's correct. So it was you, if I remember right, it was you, Bill Hancock,
0: um, and uh, jimmy skinner Jim, jimmy yeah
2: and i think you mean tom mcweeney was there uh yes okay um but then you were there when the the technology changed to two-piece welded
0: yeah i think that's like 1991 or 1990 something yeah like so that.
2: you you yeah you yeah. you were right there still building three-piece wheels that's correct with silicone right
0: with silicone
2: yeah and the silicone's got a lot better since then right Remember yeah.
0: that. Yeah, used to be a lot of liquors <laughs>
2: right and, yeah you know um, so and that was right I mean 90 that's when this stuff started booming it started
0: yeah I mean you know I mean everything it, was make uh, at that time was no forging was just more like solid uh, solid it was yes. all billet yeah, yeah there wasn't billet, they, all they all weren't
2: billet. using forgings yeah. Um you know, everything was billet everything was everything done. was billet everything right? are circles everything was billet billet circles yeah um, and when we're talking about billet, it's a salt Like now uh, th- that we use forging, so it's, it's, they take a, a a cylinder, which would be the bar stock, right? And, and then the bar they heat it up, and they form it in dyes, and that's a forging. That's what almost, you know, 95% of all the parts that are produced right now in the wheel industry, not just us, are used forgings. Yeah,
0: 95 or more. Yeah, yeah
2: right? Yeah, I mean, there's still some applications for billet. You know, Mike uh, Curtis next door does a lot of billet because he does a lot of, like, one-off stuff. Um, and that's when aluminum was what, thirty cents a pound or something.
0: Probably less. <laughs> Probably less, right? Yeah, because yeah.
2: people people ask now. I, I build the, you know, I build the the old the retro wheels. Yeah, like tri fans, and they
0: that ninja. Oh, they go,
2: why they're so expensive? Well, this isn't. You know, I'm building 1990 designs, but this isn't 1990 aluminum prices either. You know. Yeah. because you know, th- that caps a lot more expensive now to make, but, um. So. Yeah, I mean that, and that's when things started to take off. And the hot rod shop and the wheel shop are separate. Uh, right? yes, all the way. Yeah. So when, when you first, okay, at what point did you start learning English at the shop? Were you practicing then? No, I went
0: to school three years. You I went, went to, to school. Tried in school. Okay.
2: Yeah. Now, and, and you got your citizenship in what year?
0: Ninety five. Ninety five. Did you start the process then when you came here? Uh no. Uh actually I I started uh, like 3 months after I came.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. So you started early. Yeah, early. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I I remember my dad was real proud of you when you got that cuz he's my dad sponsored you, right? On the that's Yeah, he sponsored you on that. But I mean, he always And you know what that that's one thing that I wanted to get out of this this podcast with you is we both were young and we both were there. You were there uh, obviously more than me cuz that was your full-time job. Right, yeah, but um you know, once I got out of school and I spent more time there, it was kind of it was cool. I mean, because we were watching stuff that hadn't been done before, right? We were watching a, re- I a mean,
0: real. I gotta accept that he's probably sold a lot of forged wheels. You know, what I mean, a lot of belly wheels. I yeah, mean, more probably more than anybody out out there at the time. You know, on. Uh... And,
2: then, and then when we got into cast wheels,
0: yeah, cast wheels, and we had
2: casting machines up front. That's when we kind of really hit the gas. Because then 90, you brought...
0: That was like 92. Yep. Um, yeah. But it was
2: it was just cool because I, I remember being... So in 92, I graduated. Then I went to college because kind of that's what everybody goes. Oh, you got to go to college. Okay, whatever. And I remember sitting in a marketing class at Cypress College, reading from like an 8 or 10-year-old book, talking to a lady that I don't think she ever started a business. And I'm I'm like... What am I doing here? My dad's <laughs> my dad's at, at the tip of the spear in, in in the wheel industry and we're doing cool, cooler shit than I'll ever learn. So that's when I kind of got sidetracked from uh, college, you know. Um, but, you know, I think. I, I just think that, like, well, what I was going to get at is just kind of the lessons we learned from my dad, you know, especially you. I mean, how many times did he yell at both of us? right just yeah, to change our times. mentality just to change yeah. our mentality oh, what did he he never liked to hear what oh we can't do that
0: well coming late to work oh coming late oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're coming in late right yeah well it's funny though because he hated that but then i remember one of his buddies from uh disneyland said ah he never went to work on time <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny right uh, that's- yeah, but you know, um, wh- but 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 going back to what I said, he always—if you told him, "Oh, we can't do that," we c- oh, if he didn't never wanted to hear you can't do it. He wanted to have find a p- a way
0: to how to handle it more than anything else. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well,
2: and a lot of times your answer is, "Oh, we can't do that," but the answer is, well, it was never done before on certain things. You know? Yeah. I mean, look, look at the first three spoke wheel, two spoke wheel, those kind of things that we did. You know. Um yeah so then i mean we worked together and you you got to be so that's in the early 90s things start picking up cast wheels yeah and then you were put in charge of assembly early on right
0: yeah after bill hanko left
2: bill yeah. bill went to be a sales guy
0: he went to sales to the sales department yeah, yeah and then i th- came in charge of the you want to call it two-piece welding department yeah
2: yeah right so, because there was machine shop, then assembly.
0: Yeah, I went to the machine shop uh, probably six months at the time. Um, then, and then from that point, I went to the assembly department. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, yeah, there was, it was interesting um, just watching it grow.
0: Yeah, it got real big.
2: I mean, it was happening right in front of our eyes. So, yeah. you know, looking back now, it's, uh, you know, I mean, right now you currently work at Wheel Pros, which yeah. is one of the largest aftermarket Wheel, yeah. wheel distributors and manufacturers in the world right yeah they're biggest in the world um and it's crazy to see their volume right but it's also you know you look back and, and one time what how many employees did we have at Boyd's at the peak how many wheels uh, bo- uh employees 300 i, got, I gotta sell that
0: over between three 350 yeah and one yeah. point yeah and then
2: how many two-piece welded wheels were you doing a day at the at the at the busiest
0: I got to say, 22 working days, uh, I think they let led over 30,000 wheels a month, which means probably getting close to 1,200.
2: That's, right? yeah. you know I mean? um, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Because you look at the two-piece wheel market right now, it's real small.
0: It's probably not the whole industry combined. It's probably not even that.
2: No. <laughs> no. I mean, probably six months of that Boyd's production is probably what the whole two-piece industry is right now. Right. Or less, yeah, but it's still. But back then, there wasn't really a lot of one-piece cast wheels. You know, Uh, the people weren't going to China at that point. China's quality wasn't that great.
0: I think China went in '98, right?
2: Yeah, the like into the late closing out the '90s, early 2000s is when everybody started like moving their factories over to uh, and opening up factories in China, Uh, but. You know, the average wheel would be a, a two-piece welded wheel. Look how many people were making two-piece wheels. American Racing, Progressive.
0: American Eagle, Progressive Riverside. Weld. Uh, weld racing.
2: So all their, what do I say, commodity wheels were two-piece welded.
0: All uh, the time, yes.
2: Yeah, right? Yeah. The, all the volume. That was all just two-piece welded wheels. and And now it's been, it's a niche thing. You know, now it's made to order everything yeah, it's you know Kind of one off deal yeah well because th- you know it's, it's it's hard to i mean the price of a rim shell is what the price of like a 22 inch chinese wheel is right so th- it adds up it adds up but you know um you know th- th- and the one thing about you 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 were you came up from the bottom right and yeah, you star. so you got you got a lot of, I, I noticed you know with with the people you know you push pretty hard and i think my dad liked that right
0: yeah i just you know? did whatever i took for on my side you know just to get the time uh, the right done yeah
2: yeah i mean you were definitely never afraid to, to work hard um but uh yeah i mean and then at one point how many guys were, did
0: you have in your assembly department uh, at one point, I used to have 170 between the assembly and the polish shop. Wow, app. yeah, that's crazy. 170 people.
2: 170 people. Yeah, it was crazy to think back then. Back then, and then in '97, going into '98, it all just kind of fell apart.
0: Yeah, boys' wheels went. Yeah, went south. Yeah.
2: And then from there, uh, you kind of. Then from there, you. you did you my, my dad kinda needed a, he had he was regrouping, but I mean did you, you know, did you what am I trying say, immediately go back over there to Monroe?
0: No, I went uh I went to K and C Wheels. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. went you, to K and C Wheels and then uh, three weeks later boy boy called me and said they you wanna help me again? Yeah. Um uh, uh, the time I went and talked to Kevin Fitzgerald. Yep. You know, and, uh, yep. Kevin said they I understand it. Do whatever you got to do. Yeah. Um, uh, we came back to work. Yeah. With senior,
2: Try to build it back up again. Yep. Yeah, because then that was 98.
0: Late 98. Yeah, late 98. Yeah.
2: And then um, then I came back on. I came because I was gone for a year and a half, two years. And then I came back in April 2000. Okay. When you guys had moved from Monroe and we were over on East. East Street. And then we got moved to East Street and Anaheim. And then it was B. Coddington. And then, you know, there's litigation for my dad to be able to use his name again. And he, he won and was able to use Boyd. Because the Boy, people that...
0: Uh, Boyd Coddington. It was Boyd
2: Coddington. It yeah. had to be his full name. So, that yeah, they basically couldn't stop him from using his name. And then we built it back up from there. And then in 2005? Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: 2005 got sold to uh, yeah we, we towards the end of 2005 to yeah American it was around racing. the
2: holidays 2005 uh, going into 2000, 2006 to
0: American racing
2: my dad sold me you and everybody to uh, American racing <laughs> 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 and then uh, we went over there and I yeah I don't have much to say about uh, those it was it, it was it wasn't fun at times right it well. was uh, but we we tried to make it work you know. We'd do whatever it took, you know. But a lot, we met a lot. I met a lot of good people there. A lot of, good a people. lot of good people. Yeah, um, and you, still people that you work with today. That's correct. And I still talk to you on a daily basis, yeah. you know. And then, um, so we we were there. That wasn't that long. Two years.
0: Let, let, just let over two years. Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, but I stayed on. I, well, then my dad bought part of it back. The forged product. He yeah. brought the forged part back in two. Right before in two thousand seven. No, I think two thousand
0: eight. No, he passed. Or, or he, maybe late, late, late two thousand seven. Late two thousand seven, and then around the right. holiday. Yeah,
2: I mean, literally, I think it was two weeks before he went into the hospital.
0: Uh that's correct. Yeah, because yeah. he went because
2: it was right before the holidays. He went into the hospital around New Year's, and then he never he never came out. But you stayed and you were running that, and then um, uh, yeah, I was still at that's and that's I was still American Racing. At that, oh, that point, time, yes. And that's when in 2008, Wheel Pros, mer- it gets real confusing here. Wheel-
0: so, uh, so 2008, yeah.
2: American Racing then became a brand with their other brands and then merged into Wheel Pros. And
0: I'm not sure about the year, but. Yeah, uh, it was yeah.
2: 2008.
0: 2008,
2: yes. And then uh, in two- beginning of 2009, I was one of the last uh, people from the marketing department uh brand managers from american racing to go to wheel pros and then i went over there and that's when they said hey we want to bring the two-piece wheel stuff back because at that point it had all got moved to kansas city
0: that's correct right yeah that's one kevin called me right
2: yeah and and yeah because he's like hey would you think juan come come back i go let's see remember we brought you in and um and then
0: since since then i've been there
2: yeah so that's 2009 so you've been there 2009 yeah
0: 11 years 11 years, crazy
2: You know, um, but yeah, th- definitely a better situation once the Wheel Pros people Got to, took uh, it over. Took Kevin's it over. a good guy. Randy, those guys, good guys, they took it over and ran it the way it should. Right, it allowed guys like you to do what you do best. Right, so you guys are still cranking out, you guys are still cranking out good wheels, right? And you're still in charge of the two piece line over there uh are you doing the three-piece stuff over there too uh
0: no no just no, two-piece stuff just two-piece stuff two-piece water. Yeah. Yeah.
2: but um yeah and i i you i still do business with you on a weekly basis i buy a lot of rims from you guys you guys help me out yeah right yeah so what are some good uh, fun memories good memories you have of working with my dad i mean we've got tons
0: I think probably the best one uh, I got from boy uh when Dwayne Dwayne came to me and was, um
2: uh, and what, is, what give us time frame?
0: This is um boy carrington wheels. Okay, so this is No no uh, boy carrantin wheels. So we were in uh La Habra. In La Habra, yeah. Okay. I think at the time is when uh, American hard rat was going on, right? Mm-hmm. And uh I think these guys uh i think building a nineteen fifty six corvette at the time okay right and uh and I told them be real careful, uh, press fit the wheels before you even guys wild them because you guys need to deliver that car next week and as you know, always they put rollers and they wait to the to the last couple of weeks and then end of the build to put the real wheels on yeah yeah and uh and just what? Uh, I think they fought that on the outset.
2: Oh, and Dwayne did? Uh, surprise, uh, surprise.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the, the blame went between Dwayne and Mike curse, you know. At uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the time, and, uh, uh, and these guys came and uh, let the wheels uh, on top of the desk. This okay. Is, uh, probably they work on Sunday. I assume, on your uh, desk? On my desk. And said, hey, this needs to be done by 7 o'clock. Yeah. And we used to start a fire, and we finished the wheels. they fuck again they they, were, they run again the offset the offset, the fuck again right and uh, and then uh Dwayne comes to me yelling and screaming, and just the wrong- the wrong angle to approach right, yeah, and I said, you know what dwayne, you guys screw this up, not me, I mean, don't come and yell myself, I mean no. Did you fucking fall and blah blah blah. And I said, You know what, Duane? You can go fuck yourself.
2: <laughs>
0: See, why didn't they get
2: this on video?
0: Okay. Yeah, you know, and uh, and then first thing I hear is Juan cut to my office and this is Boy Senior. Yeah, and, uh, and then he says, What uh, why you told Duane to go fucking sell? I don't work for you. <laughs> Simple, yeah. you yeah. can go talk to to senior or my you guys screwed that part not me uh and then boy senior says you know what you're right get out of my office but to to you yeah 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 that that was probably the best part (laughs) (laughs)
2: yeah
0: yeah well uh, you
2: know dwayne i've had some issues (laughs) with dwayne and measuring stuff over the over the over the years
1: (laughs) you know
0: well, that was kind of funny, you know what I mean, at the time, you know, but still. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, you know, um,
2: yeah, it, it's, you know, a lot of times you you, you kind of, you learn the lesson as they're going on, and it, things were happening so fast back at the, at the shop back then, right? Kind of took some stuff for granted, but, you know, now we get to talk about it, and we look back, and we go... You know, it (laughs) kind of makes you appreciate
0: like good times, right? There were some bad times. Yeah. But the good times, good times, bad times. We had a lot of good times. Yeah. For sure. You know,
2: I mean, um, I think the Boyd's wheels, wheels thing was kind of like a whirlwind at times. It got real crazy. You know, a lot of employees, right? You know, with a lot of employees, you get a lot of issues. Right. For sure. Um, You know, but, but I really
0: appreciated the time we had in La Habra. Right. I think we had a good time in La Habra. Uh, definitely a lot better time than boys' wheels. Yes. Yeah, we had a, yeah. We,
2: it. It was smaller group of people. What do we What do we have there? Maybe twenty five, twenty d- eight. D- did you have that outside? Because yeah. in the office we maybe had six, Sets, yeah. six people, and it just
0: felt like we were we were. We, it was a team, like yeah. more like a family I, at that time.
2: Yeah, yeah. oh, for smaller sure.
1: smaller knit. Mo- yeah. more it knit.
2: was because yeah. you know we had crazy Bob in in sales, right?
0: Oh, that's true.
2: that guy? Uh, I mean, funny. Oh, funny guy, right? And and we had this, we we started this commission plan, and that's when it just kind of gelled. And we, did <laughs> it, and we, hey, I think at that point, Bob was Bob, Bob, Juan was Bob and I's best friend at times, you know, or most of the time, right? Because we were like, hey, Juan, we really need these to go out on Friday, okay? You know, <laughs> and I think maybe Bob, you know, everybody, every sales guy usually abuses that one, and, you know, you know, takes too many favors. But you, this guy used to Juan used to do whatever he could to get the wheels out the door. You know, and everybody took pride in the product, right? We never wanted to hear a out around complaint or, or, or anything Basically, like any, that. Any complaint? No. Um, and this guy used to get oh, dude, Juan, he gets so pissed off.
1: This guy was just <laughs> so. So,
2: I re- I remember um, when we were all over on East, and over the years, probably one of the biggest. Issues that would pop up was packaging, right? Uh, yeah. Like, uh, you know, it. you're putting a round object in a square box, right? And people use foam. People use padding, all this stuff. So there was this guy that we met, and for his day job, he was a car guy, but for his day job, he oh, was bo- a box going? guy. <laughs> and he worked for a, a box company, and he says, he says, hey, let me have, a, let me have a wheel. Let me have a wheel because I explained the issues. You know, they has to have this much cushion on the sides and all this stuff. And he says, I have, I have a box. I, bo- got, I a- got this. She goes, he goes, I got this box engineer. She's the best. We're going to design you a box. No wheel is ever going to get damaged. Oh, shit. So a week, two weeks later, they come by. They came with a sample, yeah. They came with a sample. And I go out and I get, hey, Juan, the, the box people are here. They got the sample. You didn't even say shit to him. He walks over and he goes, uh, looks at the box. I said, what do you think, Juan? One goes, he picks up the box, he walks out the front door, he pull, picks it up over his head, and he slams it on the ground. And this thing goes, ding, ding. You can hear that. <laughs> and they go, whoa, 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 what? And he, and he goes, no good. This box is no good. <laughs> and, 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 then, and then this guy. The, the people oh, were, like, with their jaws dropped, just going, like, what, like, in the, what hell? the hell? And, he and the going... lady goes, well, UPS doesn't do that to it. And Wong goes, yes, they do. And he walked. <laughs> and this guy just walked out into the back into the shop. But, but we had a whole presentation ready. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. nah. <laughs> nah, they, Wong gave him the presentation. Uh, and I'm sitting there going. That's like the right there. Yeah, I'm yeah. sitting there going, okay. Which. Which is true. Yeah. And then we went to uh, the foam inserted deal.
0: Yeah, foam. Bottom on top. Telescope bots, yeah. Yeah, kind of a pain in the butt yeah. to, to
2: build those foam molds. Yeah. But
0: remember it was what was it called? A uh, sealed air. Sealed air, yeah. Yeah. Which
2: you know, now everybody uses that stuff, but we had they they made us those custom molds and stuff, so yeah. After that we didn't uh have no problems. We really didn't have problems, right? Okay. Yeah. Fun fun wheel wheel stories. There was a lot of stuff that happened, man. A lot of stuff. But we had a good time, right? We had some stressful
1: times. I can right? imagine, yeah. But, I mean. Yeah, how, how was it? Were you there at the shop during uh, the filming of the uh, American Hot Rod? Yeah, all the time. So, was there like a lot more added pressure because deadlines were so like they, they had to be hit or Yeah. was it kind of uh, always like in our, that? And
0: our side, not, not so much because the deadlines more than anything else was just for the cars, you know? Okay. Yeah, but and our side, it always was pressure, you know what I mean? To get product out the door more than anything else. Yeah,
2: yeah. there was always. There was always a little animosity uh, between uh, the wheel shop and the hot rod shop. See the hot rod shop was like the marketing engine. It was the fun side, it was the sexy side. Yeah. You right? It
1: was the side that got all the attention. And Askeg wheels out. <laughs> yeah. And and, and and but we were so also that like Curtis and like was he on the hot rod side? Yeah, or... Curtis was on the hot rod side. Yeah, he, he used had...
0: to do the, all the one-off stuff, you know. Uh-huh. That was more on the hot rod shop side. Yeah, they had so a little he was fabricating a lot over there, right? Yeah, they
2: had a they had a machine shop on the hot rod shop side for Just... hard,
0: for for all the one-offs.
2: But for the one-offs and, and all the components and stuff. Components. Gotcha. gotcha. But um, gotcha. you know, we always felt like we were, um, we were the, we were like the furnace that kind of, you know, I mean, we were the cash flow the work came abuse. in, right. We, we, you know, because,
0: yeah, um, um, boy, you spent it on the hardware Yeah. <laughs> and so there was a lot of pressure at times. <laughs> right?
2: Yeah. There was a lot of pressure at times on me to sell enough wheels and then for you to build enough wheels.
0: Yeah. You guys sell it and us produce it. Yeah.
2: yeah and, and, um, you know, so there was times where we, we had frustration with the Hot Rod Shop side of things. Right? Maybe also, too, when the uh, TV show was there.
0: Yeah. Just, you know, because... Yeah, it was that, a little more pressure, for sure. Yeah, because we're, we're their, watching
2: uh, them goof, goof around and, and, and do stunts, and the, fucking, the horse shows up, and the guy... You know what I'm saying? A helicopter flies in from nowhere with a like, motor. Remember like, what the around? hell, man? We're trying to get
1: work done. Yeah, yeah, yeah and,
2: like, we're, and we're over here going, yeah, uh, hey, Juan... Um, let's sit down because we got to ship this much wheels to make payroll this week. You know?
0: <laughs> Stroy Dayan used to do that. Oh, right? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, so...
2: Here's uh, your number. Go hit it. But <laughs> i, I it, it got... I think it got... It, it got better. I don't know. Some aspects it got better. Some aspects it... It, it maybe got worse when we moved together in La Habra. You know? I mean,
0: Harrow shot combined with a wheel yeah. shot. yeah.
2: But there was... It was also cool to be able just to go right next to the next building and see what they were doing you know yeah real nice I, I mean for sure being a part of that all that and you know um but yeah i mean uh i would I, th- th- like i said that those i had a lot of fun over the years but those those years really felt like it was like it was there was a lot of struggles but there was a lot of fun
0: yeah, to Uh six, two thousand five. Yeah.
2: To, well, yeah, through two thousand, right? Yeah, around six years. Beginning of two thousand six, and then we yeah. went to American Racing, and then uh, the, the, some of the fun stopped at that point. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? That, that was that was a whole different. Yeah, but experience. we learned a lot. In American we, learned racing, a lot yeah. right? we learned a lot, man. Uh, we learned a lot. We learned a lot. It opened our eyes to a lot. Uh, we we met a lot of new people, right? We. We realized that we were doing a lot of things right. Maybe some things wrong, but a lot of things we were doing right. Or, sure. You know before, but you don't. You know.
1: Uh, yeah, until you're doing them.
2: Well, yeah, and we made the move just to, to expand and to get into more of the one piece stuff and expand our distribution and stuff like that, because that was at a point where two piece wheels were getting very specialized, very
0: niche. Yeah. that you market know, there was, got uh, just. Yeah, because. Reduce, we, reduce, reduce, you know? You know, we were,
2: building, we were building, like, cast smoothies, and people were stocking them. But then it came in cheaper versions, you know, Chinese versions and, and different stuff. So people weren't putting, you know, $1,500 wheels on the shelf. And now there's not even such thing as a $1,500 no $1, no $1, $1, set of yeah. two-piece cast wheels. Yeah. But we've watched it come a long way. And, and hey, how funny is it that, it, it like, 15 years ago or so, three-piece wheels started to come back, you yeah. know? Yeah probably well maybe i mean there's some companies that never got out of it like hre they always made three-piece wheels you know fisky and all them but then because what happened was two-piece welded you have to have certain equipment right you gotta have a welder okay and, and you gotta be able to true the wheel up and all the stuff three-piece wheels allowed people to go to a machine shop or in no a Go, yeah, go, go outsource outsource centers in a machine shop, take them to the powder coater, and then bring them home, yeah, in their garage, and bolt together wheels. So it that brought a lot of boutique brands out because the cost to of entry wasn't that much, right? To get into the three-piece wheel brand, if you knew somebody that could machine, like I said, with a torque wrench, you know, and a couple tools.
0: And then you're in business. Then you're in business, yeah. you
2: know? So... I still feel strongly about two piece wheels. I always I always think that you know especially with the new ceramic coatings with the clear coats and everything, if that clear... one, well, if those, you got to admit if those clear coats were around back in the '90s different it'd be a different, be a different game oh, in the yeah. early 2000s because that, people
1: just didn't want to polish wheels anymore, yeah but that so, would have complemented the 90 s style really well
2: um, well the colors the colors are a different thing. I'm talking more about the oxidation of the polished aluminum okay yeah because. People just got yeah, sick. Yeah,
0: hard, hard people don't really like our quality. Well, now they do. Now but, they, but
2: back, but back then, not really. Yeah, I, I'm talking uh, about the polishing, and people just, go, I don't want to polish anymore. I don't want to polish anymore. And then when cheap Chinese chrome wheels started coming out, uh, God, please, people don't. First of all, after we get through this this COVID thing, people got to buy American, support American companies, right, and stay away from chrome. Do some of the nice finishes. Right, ah. oh man, but um, yeah, how's it going over there, where you're at right now okay you guys are you guys were shut down for a little bit, right?, mm. not too much, no. but you guys are still cranking. How many warehouses do you have now
0: shut down sure. over thirty maybe thirty right, yeah, that's crazy, wow,
2: yeah, you guys are making some nice stuff, a lot of nice stuff, well, you know wow. it's it's good they're they're one of the leaders. Yeah. You know,
1: that's hey. why I hang out, I hang out with these guys here, you know, <laughs> hang out with it the big dogs. better by himself, you know? You know, <laughs> right? Hey, uh, let me ask you this one. Um, over the years that you've uh, worked, that you worked at Boyd's, um, what were some of your favorite wheel designs? What, what, like, which ones were you, you know, did the, you really...
0: The Tri-Fan. The Tri- Tri-Fan. Gotcha, too.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a good one.
1: Are we going to tell
2: tell people about the wheels you and Brent designed on your own?
0: Oh, my God, for my CV? <laughs> uh, so, so, so check,
2: check this out, okay? For the most part, uh, for the most part, uh, wheel yeah. designs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, for the most part, wheel yeah. designs kind of started either coming out of the hot rod shop, or they come from a, a, a customer request, or I I, w- I was helping with the design on, on some of the stuff. It, so, but. We didn't really. So there, our key guys were wa- out in production were Juan and Brent. Okay, Brent, yeah. Brent was our programmer slash IT guy slash phone repair guy slash anything electrical, you know, and all that. And and Juan ran all the production. And they had this. They, they did this little top secret project because we were messing with one. <laughs> <laughs> we were messing with one piece forgings. Okay, and uh, it, one piece forgings we were buying from Centerline because we're doing some suv designs for some customers so juan and brent are doing this top secret project (laughs) they didn't tell me about and they i'll remember one day is so my our office was like a couple cubicles right bob was on the other wall and i remember being on the phone and you guys snuck this wheel in and they went around the corner and bob was like that's it juan that's the home run that's gonna take the company over the top, and I'm like, I'm on the phone listening to this, and I go, oh geez, what what's going on here? Oh man, I walk around the corner. Hey Steve, okay, we're gonna post the picture, Juan. I'm I'm <laughs> in come advance. On, on, we we're get. gonna post the picture, okay? <laughs> but I I took a picture of it just to remind Juan to never design wheels again because uh, it was it had a bunch of tribal shit on it. It was like a five spoke. Oh man, I'm gonna show I'm gonna show Steve right now.
0: <laughs> you kept a picture of that? I him. have a picture.
2: You know what I called it? I called it the Nomas.
0: The Nomas. Huh? Nomas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That no was more. so funny.
2: God. Yeah, I'll post, post those pictures so
0: people can see.
2: Yeah, that, that was pretty bad. But Bob, you had Bob convinced that was going to be the wheel.
0: Absolutely. That was <laughs> gonna, That was going to be it.
2: That was going to take the company to the next level. Yes. Oh, man. It's not that
0: Mongoose, right?
2: Oh, well, no, no, no. You know which one I'm talking about, then? Come on. No. So the Mongo, that's another one. That one looked like you didn't finish machining it. <laughs> it, it, it. It looked like one of the tool paths just kind of went through. And that was... Well, That's uh, that was... Didn't that end up being a discount tire exclusive design? Yeah, absolutely. So did. any of the people...
0: was when you guys... Uh... Checked your mouth, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. That, <laughs> that one never really. Uh, that one never really. Never took off. Yeah. No, that one never really took off too well. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. Yeah, maybe uh, here it is, right here, Juan. This will refresh <laughs> refresh your memory. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this was the day that I told Juan not to hide any more projects from me. <laughs> oh yes, 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 yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, look at this thing. <laughs> this thing, I'm gonna post it. It, it, it looks like, what does it look like? It looks like six. It's six spokes, and it's got like these tribal bat wings coming off each spoke. Oh, I'm posting this one.
0: It's not that worth one. Come on. I'll let everybody else decide. <laughs> uh, I, I thought it was horrible. It's not the it's not the Juan. No. <laughs> no, it's not, no, no, not the Juan. Oh shit! That is.
2: And look at all this shit around the by the rim show. What's all that?
0: Shit, decoration. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah and, but you know uh, what? Maybe the
2: joke's on me. Maybe if we would have produced that, would have been a game changer. Six spoke, dude. <laughs> well, that's all. The SUVs were six spoke, back, and all the trucks were six spoke back then. You know, oh. maybe
1: you were right. Maybe that could have been a, the, the number one seller. Right? Hey, he, he might have been a visionary before his time, bro. You never gave him a chance. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I, I killed his I killed his
2: wheel designing career before it took off. What's a – you know what? You talk about – you know, I remember – I remember I, – I just want to go back to my dad a little bit as far as just – what's a good lesson you learned from him? Like – As far as what? Just – Cause I, I, you know, look, and I'm. He did not like people to be negative around him, right? And and, and there was t- times where and this guy here Juan, would sometimes be negative, right? And he'd go, "God damn it, Juan, you got to change your attitude," you know. Or he'd say that to me if I'm like, oh, "I don't know, we can't do that," you know. He used to get so frustrated, and I'm not going to mention it. But there was a certain other person that worked in the company that go, "Oh, I could sell a thousand wheels right now, but we could never build them."
0: I know that.
2: You one. know who that said that, and my dad <sighs> used to go through the goddamn roof. My dad's all, "Go get the goddamn order," and I will, I will fill it for sure. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. it was such a dumb thing as a salesman to say that to my dad. Yeah, don't it, say it. Do it. it. It's, it's such a, it's such a bullshit thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's... Like. Yeah. Uh. It, it, it It's just dumb. It's just totally. It's totally dumb because it'd be like. Yeah. I don't know. He just he just he want always have a positive attitude and there was times where you're like maybe is he being a little delusional about this but no he you know he he just wouldn't take no for an answer and he was kind of pushing because he was he was pushing in a lot of different areas right one I mean yeah, with sure. the ca- the cars he was doing well, he
0: was doing too much I think
2: he was doing he was doing a lot you know I mean Jesus at at uh, at Boyd's wheels we hey remember we had a trophy division.
0: Trophy we had a
2: steering wheel division. Third division. We had a retail shop with the sportswear and all that stuff. Motorcycle division. I got put it back,
0: yeah. Motorcycle. The division. motorcycle, yeah. Well, the time with Jesse.
2: And then, then even Little yeah. John uh, Butera and his kid were there building bikes. Yep. Um. It, it was crazy. It was really crazy what was going on. It was like, you know, looking back, you're right. I think maybe there was times we did too much. on too fast. Too fast. And yeah. but my dad just wanted to see where he could take it. He always was like he would always just say, ah, "I'm just gonna see how far we can go," you know. let will see how far I can take. This. That's like especially with the the TV show. I remember a couple times telling him, you know, "Hey, Dad, you know, I mean, you fulfill your contract, you can get off this ride," you know. And he goes, "Nah, I want to see how far we can take this," you know. And
0: yeah, always he wanted to push, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, but it, it it took his toll on him for sure, right? Because he started he living that uh, the rock star lifestyle, if you will, right? It it, it is late fifties. Early 60s, going to these car shows every weekend, appearances, right? Shaking everybody's hand, and he never wanted to let anybody down. But, yeah, no, I had some good times, man. And I'm glad we're here now 30-something years later. We're 30, yeah. Yeah. Still, yeah. Doing, still doing our thing.
0: Still doing wheels.
2: Still dealing with aluminum, right? What, what do you think has been the biggest game changer in the wheel business in the last 20 years? I mean, it doesn't have to be two piece wheels. It could be anything. I mean, there's.
0: I mean, uh, everything got kind of screwed up. Everything went to overseas, you know I mean? Yeah. That's for sure. And I mean, in our stuff, like I got to say, everything just went too big, you know what I mean? For diameters, you know what I mean? We just. <laughs> You're over there building what? Tw- 14s and 15s at the time, you know, on, on the 90s. And now now it's everything over 22 you know i mean
2: yeah and are you guys you guys are doing some of the big big stuff like the 28s and the 30s the, the lifted truck stuff or no
0: yeah 28 started that now. stuff it's crazy that's those wheels are so heavy well, that's what people want
2: no yeah no but <laughs> oh, man. It, it's crazy and just i think you're right what'd you say for we built 14 15 16s and then it went to 17s
0: yeah, 70s at the time was like a hot ticket, you know.
2: Well, remember on my Corvette, I think I had one of the first sets of 18s. 18s, yeah.
0: When we
2: went, when it went to 18s.
0: Yeah, we built some 20s at the time. Minor, minor yeah, right. minor sales. Well, because yeah. the tires really weren't there. and Expensive.
2: Yeah, and they were expensive. I remember Expancy. I had to buy new tires for my Corvette because I did too many burnouts <laughs> when, I, when I first bought it, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think, honestly, for me, I think it's just... The, the game changer's gotta be some of the finishes. Even on the powder? I co- mean
0: on the on the wheels uh, again we we used to build everything polished because that was the hard rot industry at the time, but now now people want uh, different finishes because they tire polishing wheels, I guess. But yeah. I mean Well it's a look too. So, I mean cool. hard rot guys, they still they still want polished wheels. You oh know yeah. I mean?
2: Well and you know we did we did a. We didn't do a lot, but there was. We did brush wheels back in the '90s, and '80s. Yeah, we did. bell Polish was the number one for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I have to say that the variety of, of, of finishes and coatings has kind of made a game changer. Oh, you mean now on the far finishes? In, in the yeah, far finishes. Yeah. In the last twenty years. On diameters. In diameters? Yeah, the, just yeah. the range. I mean, geez, you know, there was only one, two. What was there? Maybe twelve sizes. Yeah. Now how many? Oh jeez. A lot. Sixty. Minimum or more. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, remember we used to do a lot of uh narrowing and widening, right? Yeah. That's another person I want to talk to uh, on the podcast, Eric Vaughn. Eric Vaughn. Yeah. Good, Good guy. No. Um. Yeah. No, it's cool. It's cool to see where it's at and. You know, it's cool uh, to look around the industry and kind of we were we were one of the first
0: that kind of created. Wheel. I mean, on the uh, on the belly side, yeah, I think boy was the first. It uh, was a pioneer of forged wheels. I mean, belly wheels. Well, and, yeah, and I wheels. like to say he was a pioneer of a true made-to-order wheel program, right? Yeah, yeah, there were. I mean, there were people
2: making race wheels and you know made-to-order kind of race package stuff. Uh, you know, but real specialized. But he, my dad was like, "What do you? Oh, you have a Mercedes." oh yeah no problem we have a thirty two three window yeah no problem I mean it didn't whatever, whatever he was I mean he was whatever people he for. wanted to see he wanted to see boyd's wheels on every vehicle right he didn't care Cadillac mercedes b m w whatever Don't matter, yeah remember all the gold stuff we used to do with that that company was a street gold yeah remember that gold plating it, the guy would do he would take our wheels and, and then he'd go and get them gold plated gold plated. that was crazy it, wasn't the look for me right but oh, it's
0: still it's still around
2: the gold yeah but now most of it's powder coat right they got some good they, powder, coat. powder coats come a long ways like you know we use a lot of cerakote and nic uh industries also does uh they do cerakote and they do prismatic powders they have so i mean they got a lot of nice finishes the technology has come a long long way a long long way yeah we just had a, a set fully matte black i mean you know it's cool nice you know so all right man well i think we just probably wrap it up dude i appreciate you coming by man thank you guys yeah Yeah, it took it only took two two Uh, years how long's the podcast been going? six months come on he was (laughs) he was one of the first guys i asked to be on the podcast yeah Yeah, no i appreciate it man yeah thanks for everything over the years Thank to you. I know my dad really appreciated you. He, you know, uh, I, you were I, one of his yeah, key no, guys.
1: Chris was saying that, like uh, before he came on, that he was so proud that he helped you get your citizenship uh, when you kind of, you know, were working. Uh,
0: yeah, I respect the Carrington family uh, a lot. You know, what I mean, I love Diane. I mean, uh, they helped me a lot. I mean, I work hard, but also they take care of myself. You know, what I mean, and. Uh, yeah. and um, hey man it's good I to love show. everybody of the Carrington family, yeah uh, I think chris sh- knows that Oh yeah, uh, I man yeah. I mean, uh, yeah no yeah. and and you
2: know uh for those of you listening to um uh, juan's uh, brother, younger brother, they're one both. of your younger uh, they all well you got the four younger brothers yeah, four and four, actually four. Uh, so jose yeah jose uh still like works. Cone, Conejo. Conejo. I call him Jose. <laughs> Conejo flojo. That's yeah. what I call him. Everybody calls him, everybody calls him Conejo, which means rabbit, but I, I call him Jose. Uh, and, and, and pretty much all of your brothers at one point have worked for us. Uh, except one. Oh, the, the, young, the, the youngest the, one. The very youngest one. And I, yeah. that's, only yeah, you're right. That's the only one I haven't met yet. Yeah. Right? I have never met him. No. I, I don't think so. Everybody the doctor. Else. He was a smart one. He was. he he, went, he, <laughs> yeah, he he's like, get, I'm not going to go. don't want to get involved with wheels. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah well, well, what is it? Wheels or farming. And then no, he's like, farming. nah, I think yeah. I'll go uh, be a doctor.
0: Yeah. Smart yeah, move. Yeah.
2: How's he doing? Good. Good. That's good. 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 What kind of doctor is he?
0: Uh, he's general me- medicine the first time. Then now he's on the family practitioner. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's, that's great.
2: great. Yeah, no, that's cool, man. Well, thanks for coming down. Yeah. Sounds good. And, uh, yeah,
1: well, we appreciate it. So, yeah, man, uh, Juan, you really are a testimony of like hard work pays off. You know, you live the American dream, and you came over here and made the most out of it, man. Yeah, we did whatever it took. You know. Yeah, yeah. and now you're here, man. Still, <laughs> yep. still, still doing your thing, and 30 years into this industry, and you know, I don't think you, you'll be slowing down anytime soon. Uh, why not? <laughs> 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 all right, We're all right, guys. On. Well, from the HRBB headquarters here in Old Town Orange, we'd like to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in. I'd like to thank Jose or Juan for coming by. <laughs> Jose is in the back; I'll thank him later. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris for uh, hosting this podcast. Till next time, we will talk to you guys again. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, stay safe out there, and uh, keep listening to our episodes. Take care. Thank you, guys. Yeah.